welcome back to another episode of Stories brought to you by Kiosk M1C. Kiosk M1C is the voice of Lower Stable Street and has curated all shops, events and exhibitions on Lower Stable Street since Coldrop Shard first opened back in 2018. Their mission has been to support new businesses and provide an environment in which they can thrive and grow. I'm Maria Handlon and in each episode I'll be finding out the real stories of how these businesses have developed and how the community has helped shape their journey. In episode 23, I was joined by Motto, the founder of Okan. Okan can be described as the home cooking of Osaka brought to London. Motto and I chat about Okan's story so far, from starting in Brick Lane and Okan's first kitchen in a jazz club to now being a thriving business on Lower Stable Street with a brand new second space. Okay, disclaimer, Okan's noodles are top tier, so you need to try them after this episode, trust me. This was a wonderful chat, so let's dive straight in. Here's episode 23 with Motto from Okan. So Motto, welcome to the podcast. Could you start by telling me your role at Okan? My role at Okan. I am a director of Okan and I'm a cook, I'm cleaner and <laughs> I'm <laughs> everything. 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 Everything, you're the boss, you yes. do it all. And people that don't know, what is Okan? Oh, Okan is a Japanese casual dining and uh, most people know as Japanese restaurant is sushi and tempura, that kind of stuff. But I am come from Osaka, very downtown, um, very much like a working class city come from. So our food is very kind of fill you up and like an English breakfast type. Yeah. So my signature dish is okonomiyaki. It's from Osaka, soul food. And so it's like a bubble and squeak. And yeah. so... That's my main dish that um, we've been offering at Okan. Amazing. And then I want to hear more about the story of how it was born. So I know that you moved to London in 1998. So what happened from there when you got to London? Wow. I don't remember all of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> lots okay. Of, That's lots okay. of my, my memory is gone because I've been so busy. But... Yes, I arrived in London 1998 and my plan was study English and see culture for one year plan. And then now I'm, I've been here 25 years and my journey, I just started meeting a lot of Japanese people in London and I was really surprised, different people even in uh, with a Japanese nationality. I am from Osaka, we have very strong direct compared to Tokyo area. So I was culture shocked with the people are very smart and very kind of polite. Yeah. And then I, I just realized how rough kind of I brought up in Osaka. And then another culture shock is a bit of another nationality, um, another people from abroad. Not I've never maybe met many English Londoner in the beginning. And yeah. And then when you moved here, then where, why did you decide to create Okan? Well, I didn't have any plan at all, but I didn't, I couldn't speak any English. And my, I start, but I love eating and I love cooking too. And I remember always my mom cooked to a lot of people, to the guests. And always we had a rough and kind of, and then that first time I've, I've left my mom's, my parents' house and inviting friends and like my mom did. And a lot of people couldn't speak English too, a lot of Spanish, Italian. We didn't have any common language. But once we start 
um, cooking and eating together. And then suddenly just uh, I thought, ah, I don't need to speak English maybe. So I just carry on cooking. And then that Stockholm began, I think. That's where it started. That's amazing. And also, I have to say, your food is delicious because I've had it before because you've got the van just next door to Voices. So could you talk me through some of your dishes on your menu? Oh, our, I'm going to try and not yeah. get too hungry because it's nearly <laughs> lunchtime. Our main dish, as I as mentioned, okonomiyaki. It's mm-hmm. a savoury pancake. And then some fried noodles. And we have a soup noodle dish. And so it's really great for winter, this um, just cold weather. And we have some gyoza dumplings. And uh, very small, but we have a all kind of rice dish, noodle dish, and the pancakes. So I think a lot of people can choose one from that little Definitely. van. Definitely. It's always really popular. There's so many people always buy the van. Everyone that I spoke to absolutely loves your food. It's so tasty. So also you have a zero waste policy, which was really interesting. So I know that you said on your website, even the cabbage, um, cabbage stalks you use to make <laughs> stock. So why is it important <laughs> to you to have a zero waste policy? I didn't think deeply, but I think I'm very stingy. That's how I started. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I, I'm not chef background. I never learned how to cook, but I only know home cooking style. And I knew, I always see my mom, how she cooked. Always, she just opened the fridge and then makes amazing dishes with a very small ingredients. Mm-hmm. So that's I have in my head. And then I thought if I do business, maybe that one thing, if I don't waste any, definitely will go back to my profit. Yeah. So that's firstly, I thought. But like then, a business mindset, yeah. Yeah. And then if I keep this doing this, then I just realize, okay, it's so nice if we don't throw away anything. 100%. And then lots of like stock or these kind of outside the tough kind of leaf cabbage, if you use for soup stock, it makes delicious soup stock. And then that's kind of, but, so, but my young staff, sometimes they're surprised. Oh, what are you going to keep this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like okay. it all goes back in. It, yeah. It's rotten. Well, of course, yeah. it's going to be in the bin. But we just do very busy, but we do very little amount of prep as much as we can. And then... Uh, so just three days policy we always keep and then but if we know how to prep in a small space how much we need to prep for the f- next few days then we I think we almost yeah we don't have any wastage that's so good and then talking a bit more about the prep then so what goes on behind the scenes what does a typical day look like typical day look like my staff they always come and then they just start to prep Cabbage, always cabbage. That's our main ingredients. Uh, so cabbage cut and then just other um, mix butter, making butter. And then just uh, mostly, I don't know, they do very clever, cleverly in a small space. So I get amazed nowadays by, <laughs> by my stuff. That's so how good. How they do, yeah. And then I can see out the window that you've got your new space opening up, which looks incredible. So tell me a bit more about that. Okay, so this is like concept is all day people can enjoy Okan. So Mm -hmm. I want, I would love to do, I I would like to do um, breakfast. So Japanese milk loaf, shokupan bread 
with uh, some filling, cheese and uh, ham and mayo, egg and mayo. So a lot of savory and sweet options with a hand drips coffee because we have very amazing coffee shop near us. Mm-hmm. So I want to do something different to what they do. And hand drips coffee is like my mom used to have a coffee shop. So I used to make uh, this hand drips coffee. But at that time, I didn't think it's uh, something special. Yeah. But it seems become a bit fancy kind of yeah, definitely. style. So I thought I'm going to try. And also matcha latte, um, hoji, and all other um, Japanese teas. Amazing. Japan. And when is it going to open, do you think? I've been waiting all the plumbing and the electricity job. It's a lot to do, I can imagine. To yeah, do, even small space. But um, So hopefully very very soon yeah yeah exciting I can't wait and then how has it been being on Lower Stable Street what do you love about being down here oh wow this it's a very much community which I I I love and a lot of different people who is a resident residential people and uh, working the office people and the tourists and young to kids and old, I think all kind of mixture. So like our food truck, we always think how we get busy all day long, almost not very, very busy one hour. That's because everyone has got different lifestyle in King's Cross, this area. So someone come maybe late lunch or early dinner. So we just always constantly busy our food truck. That's so good to hear. And then what would you say is one of the most rewarding parts of your job? Oh, meeting people. Yeah, that's such a, that's yeah, such a nice answer. That's, that's the, for me, I started food because I wanted to hang around with the people and communicate with the people. And the food always, if you have nice food in centre, everyone nice smile and a nice chat. And I think food is amazing kind of one of the community part yeah it brings people together doesn't it yeah and I feel like especially down here it's super sociable isn't it there's as you were saying there's so many different people of all different ages that come down here and enjoy food and just hang around and you know sit on the benches out here so it's such a lovely place to yeah to be around people isn't it what would you say is one of the most challenging parts of your job wow because (laughs) yeah Okan is like my life yeah so it's a difficult thing is uh, my private time and separate to my business but in the in the end always in one part so it's always the that's the kind of my brain to how to reset and then do my with the friends and then reset to my business that's the challenging always yeah, it's getting the balance right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, the work and life balance. I think a lot of people say that that's the biggest challenge of having their own business. And then what would you say is one of the biggest lessons that you've learned along the way? Wow, uh, many things. But one thing's life, you never know what's going to happen next. So try first and then fail or success and then just move on next and I failed many th- many things, but I've learned so much from the failure, failing stuff. And now, all my 25, uh, this 25 years, kind of put all together is the food truck, which is, I started market store on Brick Lane 25 years ago. 
that was two by four meter, exactly the same as the size of the food truck on Cordrop's right. yard. So I'm back to my kind of beginning of the kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. fashion and and if I I have a few restaurants in London, but then I realized two by four can pros, uh, produce a lot. Also, very very clever way we have to be. So I've learned again. So I I thought I knew everything from my market store, but I've learned again twenty five years later. Yeah. So I always felt, ah, oh, you never know. And I want to learn from other people. That's always in my back of head. So that's how, that's my, yeah, I, I always have in my head and move on next day. Yeah, next yeah, yeah. Day. That's a really good lesson, I think. You have to like be in it to win it and try things out. And if you fail the first time, keep going and see where it takes you. Yeah, that's amazing. And then what would you say are your future plans? Because obviously we've spoken a little bit about your new space. Yeah. What else is on the horizon for you? Wow, I always plan maybe three days ahead, so I don't know usually what I want to do. Um, but if I can introduce my Osaka food, Okonomiyaki, to more other UK part of cities like Bristol, Glasgow, yeah. Brighton, somewhere. So if I can have those little track in other cities, Maybe that's, I may aim to do yeah. it or, yeah. That would be so cool, expanding <laughs> even more. That's exciting. And then a bit of an interesting question that we often ask is, what is the one book or it could be a film, an exhibition or a cookbook or something creative that someone wanting to either start their own business or get into sort of um, cooking or food should consume? Money River, which is the um, after World War um, Three children's kind of story black and white film which is really kind of I don't know it's beautiful as you see on on the screen and also the story of the kids and the, the grown-ups people kind of background all together in the film that was my favorite film but about food wise I love me uh, watching uh, meat uh, what's it called midnight? Was it midnight diner? Midnight, midnight yeah. diner, Tokyo stories. Yeah, that's always food with uh, some people's kind of um, personal stories with it, and I, I always fancy to have like that kind of yeah. twelve o'clock open in the night, and then I just do cook for myself, and yeah. then have a. Some customers come like that. Yeah, that yeah. Way. I think it's going to be a cool scene. That's so cool. I need to check that out on Netflix, actually. And then where is the one place in King's Cross, obviously apart from your amazing stool and your van, that people should check out and why? Oh, wow. Many things. You I can know. Just, this you is can spend a, a all day one. here, clothing and then coffee shop and then this. But definitely hidden curry. Yes. That's, yeah, yeah. We've had them on the podcast before. Yeah. They're so great. Yeah. The it's curry is uh, so good. Authentic and they're also original and because they make a curry from um their own recipe. And yeah, it's it's really nice to have as a neighbor another Japanese um uh, food they just specialize in and then we do okonomiyaki and they do curry. I think I really go for lunch there all the time. Yeah, that's lovely. And then just to finish, where can people find you on social media or on your website? Where can people go to find out more? 
Ah, mainly our social media, um, Instagram is more uh, is quite active. So if you want to know about us, Okan under slash London is the page you can find us. Nice. And people need to come down and check out your new store opening yeah. very soon. So Hopefully exciting. Very soon, yeah. Thank you so much, Moto, for coming on the podcast. Well, thank you for having <laughs> me. Thank you.